Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. You know, when we come to the Word of God, we have to expect the Word of God to fill us with faith and hope. And that is the desire behind this series on faith and hope. In the last few weeks, this is our sixth week, we have been talking about how to regain our hope and how to walk by faith. And to start today's message, I want to share with you a principle that is going to help you have success in life, that is going to help you have success in different areas in life. And you can apply this principle to just about every area in your life. If you want to achieve great things, if you want to achieve your goals, there's three things you need to do. The first thing that you need to do is you have to know what to do. The second thing is you have to know how to do it. And the third thing is that you have to want to do it. Know what to do, know how to do it, and then have the desire, the will to do it. If you're failing in any area of your life and your dreams and your goals, I want to encourage you to filter that area through these three stages. Now let's apply that principle of the what, how, and want to our series on faith. What to do? How would we answer that in light of this series that we are in? Well, the what to do is to have faith in God. We've learned that we need to have faith in God, that we cannot please God without faith. Now, how do we do this? How do we have faith in God? Well, we've learned that we have faith in God through our actions. Last week, we learned about the importance of activating our faith because the Bible says that faith without works is useless, is dead. And faith is activated when we act. Now, today, we're going to look at the third element of this principle, to want to do it, to have the motivation. Hope is what awakens the desire in us for something better. Hope rekindles a motivation to say, I don't want to stay where I am. I want to move forward. I want to move towards something better. But hope is not enough. Hope is only the first step. In order to move forward, you need to, you need to add faith to your hope. Faith is required. But not just a belief, but faith in action. And you will not reach, you will not obtain what God has for you without faith. And when faith is activated, when faith is put into action, it then produces great achievements, great results, great rewards, and great blessings. Look at what James 2.17 tells us. It says, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. So it starts with hope, then faith is birth, and then that faith needs to be activated which leads us to the third point, which leads us to what many of us really lack, the motivation. How can we find the motivation? How can we find the will to activate our faith, to not give up on our hope? Well, that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to share 
five principles, five reasons why you should activate your faith, why your faith should be put into action and not just be something that you believe or that you declare. And I, I believe that these things that I'm going to share with you are going to be motivation enough for you to say, yes, I'm going to activate my faith. I have hope in God. I have faith in God. And now I'm going to act with God's help. So let's look at the first one. Why activate your faith? The first reason why or the first motivation to activate our faith is because activated faith is the key that unlocks God's promises. Activated faith, when your faith is active and only active faith is the key that unlocks God's promises. Listen to me, lean in. What I'm about to tell you is awesome. In the Bible, in God's word, we have more than 7,000 promises God has made to you and to me. 7,000 promises, promises regarding your health, your relationships, your kids, your career, your finances, promises about your past, about your present and about your future, promises about forgiveness, about sin and about eternal life. And you can't own them. They can't become a reality in your life till you first know them. You have to know God's promises. And that is why as Christians, we don't need to be reading horoscopes. You don't need to go to that phony stuff. All you need to do is be in God's word, read God's word, because there is over 7,000 promises for you and for me. And you got to know them. But most importantly, you need to believe them. You got to believe them. It is when you believe, it is when you activate your faith that then they become a reality in your life. You know, when Mary, the mother of Jesus, went to go visit Elizabeth, her relative, Elizabeth said these words to Mary. Look at what Luke 1.45 says. Elizabeth said, you are blessed because you believed. Now this believe was not just a declaration, but it was a belief with action. And she says, you are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he says. Did you catch that? The blessing comes as the result of faith. Mary believed that God, that what God had promised her would come true. And the same is true about you and me. When we believe, we release God's promises into our lives. And there's over 7,000 promises that God has made to you and to me in his word. Now, listen, look at how amazing that is. Over 7,000 promises. That means that if God began to fulfill each and one of those promises every day, one at a time, God would bless you. God would fulfill a promise every day for 19 years. 19 years every day you would experience one of God's blessings. Now there's many wonderful promises, but the most important promise that God has given us is found in the most popular verse in the Bible. In John 3:16, we find the most important promise of them all. Look at what it says. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. This is the promise of eternal life. And it is the best promise of them all. But this promise has a requirement. 
And the requirement is that you have to have faith and faith that is in action. The promise of eternal life in John 3, 16 is offered to everyone, is offered to anyone, but not everyone has it. Why? Because not everybody has believed. Not everybody has activated their faith in Jesus. At the end of this message, I want to invite you and you're going to have an opportunity to make that promise yours today. So I want to invite you to stick around. You know, in the Bible, over and over in the ministry of Jesus, we hear him say uh, uh, stuff like what he says in Matthew 9.21 to 9.29. He says, because of your faith, it will happen. And Jesus made it clear. That it, is, that it is our faith, it is an activated faith, that it is the key to unlock God's promises for us. But the second reason, the second motivation, the second reason why you should activate your faith is because activated faith is the secret of success, is the secret of great achievements. We typically don't associate success with faith. But to achieve great things, you need faith. Look at what Jesus says in Mark 9, 23. He says, all things are possible for one who believes. That's Jesus speaking. He says, all things are possible for the one who believes. It is only when you believe that something can be achieved that you will fight to achieve it. Did you know that faith and persistence go hand in hand? That faith is what drives a person to keep going forward. That it is faith what doesn't allow you to give up easily or prematurely. That it is faith that motivates you and that pulls you forward. Why? Because faith lives in the future. Faith lives in the future. And listen, faith always fixes its eyes in God, not the problem. Faith always fixes its eyes in the solution, not the obstacles. And faith, when you activate your faith and your eyes are placed on God and your eyes are placed on his power, on the solutions, let me tell you something. It's only a matter of time before you have success. It's only a matter of time before you experience great achievements in your life. Faith does three things that lead us to great success, that lead us to great achievements. Number one, faith turns dreams into reality. Faith takes those desires, those dreams, and makes them a reality. A dream is a picture of a preferred future, a vision of what isn't now, but what can be and will be one day. And what motivates us to go forward, to go after those dreams is our faith. The belief that we can, the belief that all things are possible. But second, faith gives confidence to change. Faith also gives us the confidence to be able to change. Now, I believe that everybody wants to succeed. But the problem, the reason why not everyone succeeds is because not everyone is willing to pay the price. We all know people with great ideas, with interesting projects, with good intentions, but that never did anything with them. Why? Why is it that somebody can have great ideas, can have a great project, can have good and great intentions and not succeed in them? Well, because one of the biggest obstacles to success is comfort. And most people don't achieve success because they're not willing to change. 
And we will not experience change until we are willing to leave the condition that we're in today, to leave the place that we're in today. And that is called change. But the third reason, uh, the third thing that faith does that helps us have success and achieve great things is that faith sets goals. Faith sets goals. Goals in reality are a statement of faith because faith lives in the future. And when you set goals, you are declaring by faith that something good is gonna happen in the future because faith lives in the future. So goals, they move us towards something we want to see in our lives that we don't have now. And that is exactly what faith is. So two good reasons to activate our faith. Why activate your faith? Because activated faith unlocks God's promises and it is the secret of success and great achievements. But the third reason, the third motivation is because activated faith is the key to answered prayer. Activated faith is the key to answered prayer. Look at what Jesus says in Matthew 21, 22. You can pray for anything. And if you have faith, you will receive it. Now, there's something interesting that this verse tells us. This verse, did you know that you can pray without faith? This verse alludes to that reality. It says, if you pray, believing, in other words, if you pray with faith, there's a lot of people that pray without faith. How do you know when you're praying without faith? Well, to pray without faith is to pray, but not expect that what you pray for, what you ask will happen. And many people today, they pray without faith. In fact, they pray, but their focus is on how impossible, how difficult it is. Their, their eyes are set on, on, the, on, the, on the fact that it's very unlikely that it's gonna happen. And that is praying without faith. So what is praying with faith? Praying with faith means that you ask God for something, but then you have the expectation that he's going to do what you asked him to do. And praying with faith is not having your focus on the difficulty of the situation or on the problem, but on God. And praying in faith is praying with your eyes on the goodness of God on the power of God, on the love of God for you. Praying with faith is seeing beyond the the obstacles, beyond the problem, beyond the situations. It's praying with a confidence and an assurance that God will do what you're asking him to do. You want to hear a good example of what it looks like to pray with faith? A good example of this is the prophet Elijah before the prophets of Baal. The Bible tells us in the story that, that there was a confrontation between Elijah and the prophets of Baal and, and he called them out. He said, all right, let's see whose God is the true God. And after the prophets of Baal had called on their God to, to burn the, the sacrificial offering that they were presenting him and, and they didn't and that God didn't and, and that sacrifice remained there, Elijah then says, all right, it's my turn. He says, it's my turn. Now you're about to see how real and powerful my God is. And the Bible tells us that Elijah gives orders and he says, you know, I want you to take four jars of water and I want you to pour it over the sacrificial animal and over the wood. 
He says, I want you to pour four jars, four jugs of water. And after they do that, he asks them to repeat it three times. And after they repeat that three times, he says, all right, now I want you to dig a trench around the sacrificial offering and I want you to fill it with water. And after they do that, which is crazy, right? It, 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 it sounds radical. But Elijah had so much faith that God would answer. Elijah believed in the power of God that even water could not stand in the way. And the Bible tells us that Elijah prayed to God and he asked that fire would be sent from heaven that would consume that sacrifice. And guess what God did? He answered his prayer because Elijah prayed with faith expecting God to answer. I wonder how different would our marriages be? How different would our families be? How different would our finances be? How different would our community be if we began to pray and pray with faith? Because there is only one kind of prayer that God answers, and that is the prayer of faith. When you pray, pray with faith, and you will see God respond to your prayer. The fourth motivation, the fourth reason to activate your faith is because activated faith makes the impossible possible. Activated faith makes the impossible possible. Matthew 17, 20, it's a very well-known passage, but look at what it says. You don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth, if you had faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. The key to the impossible being made possible lies in who you place your faith in. In who? Listen, we all have faith in something or in someone. And if you want to see the impossible things become possible, then you got to place your faith in the right person. When your faith is in God, the impossible becomes possible. Jesus said that what was impossible for man is possible for God. If you put your faith in man, and unfortunately that is where many people have their faith, you're going to run into plenty of disappointments and limitations. But if your faith is in God, God will open the doors to limitless possibilities. Ask yourself this question. Is there something that God can't do? Is there a door that God can't open? Is there a mountain that God can't make plain? See, I consider my life to be proof of the impossible made possible. Many of you guys may not know this, but I'm an immigrant from one of the smallest states in Mexico. And I was born in one of the smallest and ugliest cities of that state. And I was born to poor, dysfunctional parents. And I was born into a family with strongholds and generational curses. But look at what God has done. Look how far God has taken me. And not because of my own doing, but because of his own doing. And if God can do that with me, if God can take an immigrant child from one of the smallest states in Mexico and one of the smallest and ugliest cities in Mexico and one of the most dysfunctional, because believe it or not, my dad's family and my mom's family had a bad reputation in our town. If God can take somebody like me and do something like this, God could do the same with you. 
And God wants to do wonderful things in your life as well. God wants to do great things through you. God wants to shower you with blessings so that you could be a blessing. God wants to remove the mountains in your way. God wants to break the strongholds and the generational curses that limit us. But this happens when you activate your faith. You know, I didn't have this as part of my notes, but I am sensing in my spirit right now to pray for somebody. There's somebody that when you heard me say generational curses, there's something that shook in you. And I believe that God wants to set you free today. And I don't know who that is. I want to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And I want to ask that if that's you, to bow your head right there where you are. And I want to pray for you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I declare freedom right now. I pray, Spirit of God, that you come and you comfort this person, this family right now. I believe that you are restoring hope right now. And faith is beginning to birth right now. And I break every chain of the enemy. I proclaim life and freedom in Jesus' name in the life of these individuals in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You know, let me return back to my message. The truth is that there's many things that we can't control. But the one thing you can't control is in who you place your faith in. Everything is possible if you place your faith in God and you believe God. So why activate your faith? What are some motivations to activate in our faith? Well, activated faith unlocks God's promises, is the secret of success and great achievements. It is the key to answered prayer and it makes the impossible possible. And last but not least, activated faith produces a life of victory. Produces a life of victory. You know, those that know me, they know one thing about me. They know that I am passionate. They know that, that, that I'm energetic, but they also know that I don't like to lose. When I play, I play to win. I like to win. And I think deep down, we all want to win in life. We all want to win in our marriage. We all want to win in our parenting. We want to win in our careers. We want to be victorious in the things we do. And let me tell you something. If you say, Pastor, I don't like winning. Well, you got to change your thinking. Because you got a savior who's never lost and will never lose and doesn't like to lose. And in fact, he's so victorious that he wants you to be victorious as well. And 1 John 5, 4 tells us the following. He says, for every child of God. Now notice every, that includes you. It doesn't matter how long you've been trying and you've, you've failed. It doesn't matter how many times you've tried and you can't get past. Victory is possible for every child of God. And I believe that this verse is going to release in you the power to know how to have victory. Let's let's finish reading. Look, Look at what it says. For every child of God defeats this evil world and we achieve this victory. How do we have this victory? Through our faith. Did you get that? 
It is our faith. It is a faith with actions. It is a faith with feet that gives us victory. It is not knowledge. It is not just good information. It is not just good intentions. It is not a stronger will. It is faith. And this verse is that every child of God defeats this world. And the reason that there may be children of God, that there may be Christians who are experiencing defeat in their life is because while they may have faith, that faith is not activated. And see, faith is the difference. Faith is the difference between a defeated life and a life of victory. Faith unleashes the power of God in our lives and on our behalves. And because faith determines how much God can do in your life. Without faith, we can't please God. Without faith, we don't give room to God. And remember what Jesus said. He said, let it be done according to your faith. Faith produces victory in us because one of the many things that faith does is that it neutralizes fear. We all have to overcome fear. There's a reason why over 365 times God tells us in his word not to fear. One time per every day of the year. And we all have to face fear. Fear is always going to be present. And faith neutralizes that fear. Faith gives us the confidence that we can achieve what we want to achieve. Faith gives us the ability to move forward. Faith gives us the assurance that things will turn out well. Listen, if you're a child of God and you feel defeated, Activate your faith and it will only be a matter of time before victory comes because in Jesus Christ, we are more than conquerors. I want to end with this. I told you earlier that there's over 7,000 promises in the word of God for us. Over 7,000 promises. And the most important promise is the promise of eternal life. John 3.16 once again says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And as I told you earlier, this promise is for everyone and anyone. But the requirement is to believe. You got to believe. Pastor, what do I need to believe in? You need to believe in Jesus. You need to place your faith and begin to live for Jesus. Look at what John 17, three tells us. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the one true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Jesus Christ is the key. He said, I am the way, the truth and the life, and nobody comes to the father except through me. And I believe that if you are watching me or you're hearing my voice and you have not taken ownership of the promise of eternal life, God orchestrated that you would connect today to hear this because he wants to give you eternal life. He wants to forgive you of your sins and he wants to make you a new person today. And how do you take ownership? You receive Jesus. You place your faith in Jesus. We hope you enjoyed this message. But before you go, we want to extend an invitation to start a personal relationship with Jesus and declare him your God. No one loves you like Jesus. 
and no one will impact your life for good like Jesus will. Would you make the following prayer your prayer? Heavenly Father, I repent of my wrongdoing. I open my heart and I want to have a personal relationship with you. I trust that Jesus died so I could be forgiven, but he didn't stay dead. He rose back to life so I could have eternal life. From today on, I will follow you, transform my life through your truth and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. If you made that prayer, God lives in you and now you have a new life in him. Connect to a church so your faith and love for God can continue to grow. We believe that you can find a loving and encouraging community in Day Spring Church. Come visit us. You belong here. We would love to meet you.